I would get sad because I just, when I was like out or even when I was by myself, because I knew what like ultimate Jess is. And I was like mourning her because I couldn't get to her. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Wait Holds Up, a podcast where we talk to homegirls, experts, and others to help us live our most authentic lives. I'm Jessica. And I'm Yarel. What's up, everybody? ¿Cómo está mi gente? I feel like I'm going to sing a song right now. ¿Cómo está mi gente? Uh, but I'm not a reggaeton star. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you yeah, sure? that was like what I really wanted to do. No, just super excited to have another cozy convo, Jess, to catch up with you, connect with you. I haven't seen you. I miss you. I miss you so much. I honestly look forward to these so, so much. Like I love the conversations that we have with all of our um, all of our guests, but like I also just like love these com- these conversations where we get to be a little bit more intimate with, with each other and go deep. And y'all today- You're smiling Yadel way has- too much. What's going Yadel- on? <laughs> Yarel has no idea what today's topic is about. That's all I've got to say. She has no idea because I've been thinking about it um, especially like the past few days, but I mean, it's come across my mind for like the past couple of years. Um, and it's something that I feel like I finally want to talk about on the podcast as oh y'all my are God. my fam, but oh I know, <laughs> how are you feeling? Nervous. Out? Don't worry. Everything is a-okay. I'm not about it's, to drop Everything is PG, right? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay, we ain't okay. getting, we ain't raunchy, raunchy. Okay, you know, okay, okay. All right, I'm like, damn, Jess. <laughs> um, but before we do that, you know, we just want to take care of a couple of housekeeping things. Um, you know, we wanted to remind you all we have a website that we built at the beginning of the year, and it's www.waitholdsuppodcast.com. Please visit it. Check it out if you have any questions about episodes. We drop our show notes there. If anyone says, oh, there's this book I love or you should check out this article, we've been dropping all that information in so you can actually go back and find that stuff um, about each of the episodes. And you also created these uh, really cool, uh, which I downloaded the other day, like to-do list kind of mm-hmm. uh, sheets that I that I think, you know, if you want to be a little bit more organized with your schedule, those work great, Jess. We got some codes for discounts to some of our favorite brands. Um, you did an amazing job with a website, I must tell you that. So please check it out, you know, if you're, if you're listening. And also, um, we want to remind you to uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, we, you know, we bring it up a lot. I know sometimes it could get annoying, but uh, you have no idea how much it helps us gain more visibility, which ultimately helps us to grow. So exactly. leave us a review, leave us what you think and share. If you, if there was a podcast that you enjoyed, share it with a friend, share it on Facebook, share it on your Instagram. We also love to see those tags. For sure. It means so much to us. So that's all for housekeeping. Super quick. That's it. You know, that's that's all that we got to say. And now we can get into the show. So Yarel, are you ready? Um, I actually don't want to hype it up that much because it's not <laughs> like it's 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 not 
what am I going to say? It's not like a grand announcement. It's more something that I feel like has been something that's been a part of my private life that like so few people know about me that I want to make public. Um, and I recently actually just posted on our Wait Holds Up account. I saw this quote floating around Instagram and I loved it so much and related to it so much. And it was by... Um, this woman, Melania Luisa Marte, who, and you guys can go to our Wait Holds Up and you can see it there and like it and share it and let us know, you know, how you connect with it. But basically she wrote, one day I woke up and realized I was not put on this earth to suffer. And everything I do is with that in mind. So I really connected with that because mm. as y'all know, we talk about therapy all the time on the podcast. Mm. We talk about our love of therapy, how um, it's, a hard conversation at first to maybe tell your loved ones that you're going to therapy. But, and I'm really big into like having these conversations around mental health, mental wellness, and trying to break the stigma around us, you know, what's going on with our minds. And I realized I've sort of been um, living in perpetuating the stigma because I never spoke about the fact that I'm on antidepressant medication. Mm. And it's something that I think for me, I I didn't know how to bring up on the show. Mm. And I haven't been on medication since we started the show. So just to give a little bit of background info, um, it was probably about like three years ago that I can say now, looking back, that I was like, okay, I'm feeling depressed. And for me, what depression – but again, I didn't know that it was depression. It's mm -hmm. like now I'm like retrospectively, okay. right? So what it what it showed up for me is like I've always been an overthinker and it's really interesting how like even on, on social media um, – there's like a glorification of our overthinking or like a celebration mm -hmm. of it. Like, mm -hmm. oh my God, I'm such an overthinker. Yeah, me too. You know, you yeah, and I yeah, share yeah, these yeah. things right, all the time. Right, right. And yes, I'm an overthinker. Um, but the overthinking became really intense, ruminating on negative things to the point where I would either find myself self-sabotaging or going down these crazy spirals that mm -hmm. would create entire realities that weren't real, which mm. pre present prevented me from then being as present as I could be in my real mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. um, and, and what I mean by that was like experiencing the fullness of relationships, you know, really feeling like leaving certain environments and being like, okay, I'm pretty sure that that person doesn't really want to be my friend anymore, you know, mm -hmm. or like, I'm really sure, you know, whatever it was, there was stuff that would come up when, with Marcos and I'd be, and I would create these, these instances that were, and scenarios yeah. that weren't the case. And, you know, sometimes make him out to be the bad guy or make me be out to be the bad woman. And, and it was just like, no one was good or bad or any sort of thing. It's just yeah. about, you know, where my mind took it. So it was really about like the overthinking. And that was one thing where I would, I was in therapy and all the time, you know, they would just sort of catch me and be like, well, do you recognize when you start to go down that path? And initially it was like, no. And then gradually the more work you do, yes, you start to realize it, right? But stopping it is really, really hard. And so I was working to get the tools for that. And then it sort of picked up more when I found myself just crying all the time and I'd be in the shower and I'd be bawling and I'd be like in the kitchen and I'd be crying. And like, I live with my partner. Right. So it's like mm -hmm. trying to hide that I'm crying because when someone's crying, you're usually going to be like, babe, what's wrong. And it's yeah. like, I didn't want him to ask me what's wrong mm -hmm. because I didn't know what's wrong. Or if I did know what's wrong, it was 
something that felt like, again, like this isn't like it's real, but it's not at the same time. Like, I don't know how to explain it to you. Mm -hmm. And I've always been like a sensitive person. So there was a part of me that's like, am I just feeling very sensitive? Am I in a situation I shouldn't be? And you know, if you guys have been listening for a while, you'll hear me ask all these questions about intuition. Like, how do you know if it's your intuition or anxiety? Because for me, I've struggled for years. I'm like, shit, like there's something that doesn't feel right, but I don't know, like, am I supposed to like not, you know, be in this, do this project or do, you know, or or talk to that person. And it was ultimately um, a struggle because we were having these conversations with all these amazing women. And I just felt like they were like looking through my soul, yo. I was just like finding myself like getting so emotional in these conversations and having to like take like, like, massive deep breaths behind the microphone because I didn't, I wasn't ready to say like that I was depressed because a lot mm-hmm. of the conversations happened then or, or again, I wasn't able to, I, I just felt like they were calling me out so much. And like they could see through you. They were just like, oh yeah, you're exposed right now. Yeah. Yeah. They're like just who are you fooling? Who are you like, fooling? Who, this is, who yeah. are you fooling? You know? t- this, this, what we're talking about is going for you and you're just like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, Mm. I feel like Milana was one of those episodes when we had on Milana Snow. And I mean, that was just such an impactful episode for, I know, so many of of y'all too. But it was, it just felt like I was asking her questions because I'm like trying to figure out like how fucked up am I? Like, so tell me more. (laughs) And I mean, I can laugh about it now, but it was really hard um, and really, really lonely. And did you um, tell any, like, I mean, one thing, sorry, I'm going to start the questioning and I, and I, there now there's a space for me now that it, there's a space that I feel in me now that I, that it's like yearning to, to hug you, but also to be like, damn, was I a bad friend? Like, was no. it, was it like, and I'm going to cry now. Like, I just, was it like, I, I'm you know, like getting teary up. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, did I not, I mean, you know, you see things, you're like, did I not see something? Did I, did I make it not about you and more about external things or about me and conversations and not addressing like, yo, how are you and how you doing and how you feeling? Um, no. I mean, you know, where, not when, at all. when did you know, when did you go back and I don't know, did a doctor tell you this? Were, mm. Who did you tell? Like who? So I think first to answer your first question, um, and I am definitely grabbing a tissue, y'all, because I'm I got sorry, the little snacks. No, no, no. Um, actually, it's just like I'm happy to be having this conversation, right? And I'm in a place where I can have this conversation. But you were never a bad friend. The reality is, is I didn't tell any of my friends. Um, for so long, I didn't tell Marcos, and I hmm. live with him, you know, and he's my partner and my 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 life partner you know we're in this yeah. forever and i love him and but there's a lot of shame and there's a lot of shame and there's a lot of like also like you just know like the in- initial instinct of people is like they want to fix you and you feel unfixable mm. and i felt very like unfixable and i just didn't need and i i'm also very good at fixing for other people. You I'm are. very good yeah. at like sort of like being like, well, what's going on with you and how can I be there for you? And that's that's not like a pat up my uh, my pat my pat my back type of thing, yeah. but it's definitely one of those like I think that's been a defense mechanism that I've built up over the years as well. That's and a it good it really came through. Yeah. It really came through when I was um when I was like dealing with this um 
So there was really no one that knew except eventually I, I would speak to my mom about it. And, you know, my mom has been like the like the the pillar for me throughout this entire experience because um, mental illness runs in my family and there's a lot of individuals who have struggled with mental illness. Um, and she also works in the pharmaceutical industry and she happens to work in the mental illness sector. So she's wow. very familiar mm -hmm. and has a lot of, you know, the, the information about that sounds like that type of symptom. That sounds like that type of symptom because you're not, at least in my case, I didn't have all of the symptoms. So um, I, I wasn't sure. And I was trusting for so long that things were going to just get better, that I was going to mm -hmm. pray it away, that I was going to go to therapy enough, that I could ignore it enough, that I could um, put a crystal outside, that I could light mm -hmm. a candle, like whatever it was, yeah. I was like, okay, how do I? And, you know, as a woman of, of faith, it, it became very re like real for me that like, you know, I am not afraid of medicine um, for anything, right? And I think that if God has given us scientists and doctors and researchers and medical experts, then there's a reason. And I think that like, particularly like communities of faith are so afraid of medicine and they mm -hmm. think of it as like this way out right, um, that right. is like ungodly, which I don't mm -hmm. know how, where, how we got to that place. Yeah. But I think like that's, in, and that's, a, that's insane. If you have cancer and you're praying and God gives you an amazing doctor and medicine, you're not going to say no, you know, right. you know, my mom would always say to me like, cause diabetes runs in the family too. You know, like if you had diabetes, like you wouldn't not take your medication so yeah. as you have a mental illness and like, why would you not take medicine yourself, to help yeah. that? Mm -hmm. Right, right. Um, so it wasn't a doctor. It was actually at the time when I finally, when I finally decided to like take medicine, I was seeing a therapist who specialized in cognitive behavioral therapy. And I went to her because she was actually big on like, I'll help you change your diet. I'll help you change your fitness. I'll help you like do all of those things to get your mind right. Mm -hmm. And I would go to her after work, sometimes calling and being like, can I, can you squeeze me in for an appointment? Cause I was having like panic attacks and I needed to like see her immediately. And it was happening on like a biweekly basis. Wow. And I know that there were, there were things in my life, which that I probably would rather not talk about, but like there were things in my life that were triggering it more and more. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. and I felt that, but, um, she was anti-medicine because she really believed in like the, um, homeopathic ways, uh, natural ways of, you know, talk therapy. And, and I do want to just stress, um, that this is my story, right? Like I yeah. totally believe in talk therapy. I totally believe in, you know, the, the there's many different therapies, art therapy, whatever, um, you know, for different people. And But it got to the point for me that I've been on the medicine now for a year and it has like given me my life back. It's like helped improve wow. my, all of my relationships mm -hmm. because I'm so much more present. I'm so much more gracious with myself, which allows mm -hmm. me to be gracious with other people. Yeah. Um, so it's been like, it's, it's, it was the right move for me. Okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Jess. I mean, yeah, like back to, you know, what I was telling you earlier, I think as a friend and as, you know, as a friend, as someone that like deeply cares about you as a person and of course of like your well-being, I don't think I ever thought about, you know, even when we would talk about like therapy or talk about, you know, 
things that would come up in our lives and stress and situations, you were, you were really good at just hiding and maybe even you became so good at even like just focusing on others, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. that the focus that like the light wouldn't come back on you to be like, hey, hey, don't really, but tell me how you, how you are feeling. Um, mm -hmm. And it's so, it's so, it's so interesting because I, I will tell you that I think I've also felt, and I told you this before too, that there's been also like a shift in you, like a really, and I was telling Alex, my boyfriend the other day, that it was just like, oh my gosh, Jess is like, has been on a roll, like, not since that, not this year, but since last year at some point, I'm like, she's so, she's on it with everything. Like, like just her relationships and her work. I'm like, she's excelling. Like, not that you weren't before, but I, I don't mm -hmm. know if I, if as a, if as a friend, I see you shining with like another light that maybe had mm -hmm. to do, has to do with, um, you know, and I think I told you like, not that long. I'm like, yo, I'm so proud of you. Like you just, are doing so many things for yourself. You're taking care of yourself. You're doing, you're being so successful at a lot of things. You're on top of everything for the podcast. Um, you're such a good friend. You're such a good, just um, listener. And it was, and it was I mean, right now that you were telling me, I, I couldn't help but think back like, damn, was this, was what you were feeling, the medication? Have you felt like this shift, this like, intense shift in your life um going back to when you were saying you're just being even more gracious with yourself like mm -hmm. that is powerful Jess because I don't think <laughs> we allow ourselves enough grace you know I mean I not at all like we, I, I I tend to fall on like being a, a, a bully to myself a lot mm -hmm. of the times like being a punk um to myself when I when I'm in, in, a, in a, when I feel in a, I'm, I'm in a situation that's just stressful or my anxiety or I'm overthinking everything. So, yeah. I mean, have you, do you feel it? Have you felt it? Like it's. Oh, it's like a complete, complete shift. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, it's interesting because when you say like, oh, I, I mentioned to Alex, like, you know, how just like the perception of like how it feels like things are going. Um, it, there's a part of me that's like, damn, I wasn't playing it as well as I thought that I was, right? Because there is a shift. Um, but at the same time, it literally, I remember maybe, because it takes a couple of weeks for the medication to kick in and mm -hmm. like, you know, your body to adjust to it. Mm -hmm. But um, I remember, I think it was maybe like three weeks after I started taking the, the medication and I was talking to my mom and I was like, I cannot believe I allowed myself to suffer for so long because oh, it just. felt completely different. It mm. felt like, you know, I would get sad because I just, when I was like out or even when I was by myself, because I knew what like ultimate Jess is. Mm. And I was like, mourning her because I couldn't get to her. Oh, Jess. And so it's like I'm it gets it gets hard to think about that again because I remember what that felt like. Yeah. And it's just like no one should have to feel that way. Like no one should be stuck like suffering um and I and when it comes to 
you know, this element, I just think of like how many people and, and the crazy thing is, is that since I got on medication and became a little bit more comfortable, like talking to some of my girlfriends about it, mm-hmm. um, I've heard from a few that they're also on medication. I've heard from a couple that they're thinking about getting on medication and that when I've talked to them, like they're like, oh my God, yes, that's me. That's me. That's me. But that there's a fear of it or I've spoken to a lot and this has been all Latinas, by the way, who have said, well, my brother or my friend or my partner or someone is... Um, is telling me that they may need to get on it or I feel like they may need to get on it, but I don't know, like, is it going to make them weird? Is it going to like, like, are they going to be different? Are they going to, and I'm just like, yo, I could not be, thankfully, I did not have any side effects. They gave me the right, everything from the jump. It's, it is like a, you have to figure out what works for you. Mm-hmm. Right. But um, I could not feel I feel like myself. Like I did not feel like myself before. And I felt like I was living a lie. And now I don't um, because I'm just – and even like Marcos, you know, Marcos was like – he saw how in pain I was and he was very much like – it's interesting because we've been together six years now and I remember when we first met and I first was talking about therapy, he knew like nobody in therapy, you know, Dominican Puerto Rican dude from the, from Brooklyn. Like he's like, what therapy? Like, you know, also grew up in the church, like that type of thing. And now at this point, he's just like a big fan and like, you know, knows a lot of people who are like just doing the work. And so by the time it came to like, look, I think I need to get medication. He was completely supportive. And, you know, obviously asked me about the side effects um, just to be like, I guess, like aware as a partner and also like, what should I look out for? Mm -hmm. Um, Are you going to throw shoes for the first week or anything (laughs) like that? And like, and nothing. And I even checked in with him, like maybe like two months in, I was like, so does anything feel weird or anything like that? And he's like, you seem so normal, just happy and chiller. And I was like, "Wow, yes, <laughs> that's what I want. Wow. <laughs> and the wow. end, also not just that, but also like the drive, like what you're talking about mm-hmm. in terms of like doing more stuff for the podcast and doing stuff with work and back to like creative writing, like just having that drive again where like, yeah, there. I'm not going to lie, like there are still days where I am like not into it, but that's every single human so for me, like the work continues. It's not like mm-hmm. medicine and like, yeah, that's it. It's like I still do – right now I'm not in talk therapy, but I, um, I I was up until a couple months ago. And, you know, I still journal and I still pray and meditate as much as mm-hmm. I can and move my body. Like it, it's, it is about like figuring out what goes well, – Yeah, what works with you, mm-hmm. what flows with you. What made you – you know, you mentioned the quote. Was it feeling at like a good point in your, like a comfortable point right now to speak about it? And like, what? Oh, you was, mean like what made me decide to like yeah, talk about it? Yeah, like podcast? what? Because what, you mentioned the quote, but was it some, mm-hmm. you know, do you, you, you seem to me that you're like in a great place, right? That you're, you very happy with how the medication has helped you. Um, but what was it about maybe the space we're in right now, maybe the time we're in right now, or was it like a, a trigger of something that was like, you know, I want to speak about it? Yeah, I think, weirdly enough, 
honestly, I was going to bed a few nights ago and I don't know if it was God. I don't know if it was my overactive brain, but something was like, you should, you should say this on the podcast. Like you should talk about it openly. Um, and it didn't scare me. Hmm. And I think that like that idea of like, I'm not afraid to say this, that helped. I think the other thing is the the way that like what I was saying before about how people um, were like telling me about like their concerns about people that they know ha- taking the medicine or mm-hmm. other people sort of like wanting me to like guide them as they sort of go through the process. Yeah. Um, and there's like, I was recently listening to a podcast episode with Brene Brown and Simon Sinek, um, which I I'm, I don't know if I sent it to you, but I have to send it to you. It's so good from her Dare to Lead podcast. And he talks a lot about like your vision statement, which is essentially your mission statement. And I've, um, I, I actually do want to have another pod, uh, cozy convo about this uh, on its own because I think it's so fascinating. But I've mentioned to Marcos, I was like, yo, I want us to come up with like a mission statement for us as a, as a couple right? Like what is that? And so I don't know what that looks like and I still have to do more research on it, but I think like personal mission statements are really, really important and Mm. um, it helps to define your why. And I think that both of, both of us are super motivated by whys in, and that bleed over into our careers. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And so my why, and I was actually working on my mission statement this morning because I'm trying to figure out like, what's the flow? But it's something along the lines of like promoting storytelling and visibility to help other people live to be their most authentic selves mm-hmm. um, or to, you know, be able to fulfill whatever it is that they want in life. And I think that like it's like truth telling, right? Right. And I feel like how can I want to help liberate people to go after what it is that they want? if I'm not feeling liberated enough to say this part of me, um, which is something that I'm no longer ashamed about, that I'm mm. no longer... Because at first it was like, I was like, yeah. damn, I was really hoping I could beat this myself. Hmm. Like, I wanted to be the one. Um, and I think God was like, no, you're not going to. Like, you're not going to for a reason. Right. Um, and maybe this is part of that reason, but it definitely... I think that this moment, I know that this has been an incredibly, incredibly hard year for people when it comes to depression and anxiety. Um, COVID did a number on all of our mental states. Mm -hmm. I am so grateful that I started medication before COVID. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine what this would have done. And I think that um, for me, ideally, I am hoping that this is not a lifetime situation. I'm also not like jumping the gun and like, you know, saying I'm done. I did have that thought like, I don't know, I like a few months ago, and then I'd forgotten my medication for something, and I was like, maybe not to, yeah, you know? <laughs> it's like, because you forget how good you're feeling, mm. and there's a reason why you're feeling that good. Right. Um, but yeah, it just feels like a right time, and I hope that if there's like one person listening who's like, yo, I needed to hear this, or I know someone who does, mm-hmm. like then that like makes it a thousand percent worth it. Yeah. And and I'm pretty sure that's going to be the case, Jess. Like it's 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 going to resonate. It's going to be just powerful with people that I mean, it it was it was for me just listening to you speak about something that one is so personal, and two that I would have never even thought about. You know, like that. It's like no, just yeah, she's 
going 100 miles per hour, but that's that's how we do it. Like that's how isn't we're getting shit yeah. Isn't everybody? And you know, yeah, we have uh, worries like anybody else, and there's you know we have these conversations, but I would mm-hmm. have never thought about it. But but I think I I think there's something there to say about one like society and yeah a lot of us that were that were that were raised in very maybe traditional and faith you know where where there was a lot mm-hmm. of religion religious kind of beliefs involved um that that influence all these other aspects of our lives and how we see these things you know i feel like we've done so many episodes on kind of tackling or talking about certain aspects of mental health but from other people's perspectives, right? Like, what Mm -hmm. is it that I need to do? How do I break this stigma? How do I get my mom to go to therapy? How do I, you know, generational healing and trauma and womb work and and intuitive work? Right. But it's, I cannot, I cannot picture you feeling all these things and having to show up for yourself Mm -hmm. and for all these other things that you had to take care of in that kind of state of mind, you know, like I, 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 I know that there's really nothing, you know, that I could say to be like, this is, this is what you were going through because it won't amount to what you were feeling. Um, but I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you for like doing you, taking care of you, making sure you were good and, and yeah. And, this idea that like, you know, I, I, I feel again, going back to like the faith and the religious environments that a lot of us grew up in, some of them not in, not the healthiest and not the best mm. for us, you know? Um, it's kind of like, the, oh, if it, it's real when you, when you're suffering, there's a lot, there's a few sayings in Spanish, kind of like, you'll know it when it's real because you're going to be suffering or like, yeah. And las mujeres nos gusta sufrir, you know? Mm, it's like, no, no, mm-hmm. nos gusta sufrir. Like, yeah. no, I don't think it's like, me quiero poner in a, in, in a, in a situ- situation where I, where I want to suffer. Like, on the contrary, but we sometimes don't have the tools. We sometimes don't know. We're scared of these things. We don't have these conversations. We don't right. sneak out or we, we don't even tell, we, you know, we don't do anything about it because like you say, at some point you, I'm going to handle this. I, this, yeah. I need to deal with it. Just like everything else in my life. Exactly. I got, there's a formula to this, y'all, and I'm going to figure it out. Right? Right. And it's, it's bullshit at the mm-hmm. end of the day. Like, and it's so unfair. Um, and I think, especially in our communities, we need to be the ones that are like changing the conversations. Yep. Because I know plenty of viejas who would do so great to take some medicine oh damn and viejos sure. at that yeah. like because there, there's you know the machismo is killing our men too mm-hmm. right um and so it's it's just and the right you're right the whole language right like oh you're so tan exagerada. like yeah. it's like not like or like you know you, you why are you so sad like get it together and as if it's like something that you could fix right or like ah terapia pero eso es de locos you know, and right. you're just like, um, wait, how can I break it down to you? You know, like, right. let's start with right. you because you're, you sure need it. Like to just be, sit somewhere with someone who can hear you out, like the real yeah. you, the deep layers of who, what you're thinking, what you're feeling. 
there's mm-hmm. yeah I, there's there's like in that it makes me think of like all the work that our communities still need to do and you know and you being just brave and being able to speak about it because we as much as I feel like we talk about personal things we don't you know like there's a lot of things <laughs> that we that we don't and and we yeah. it's like snippets of our lives that we share but there's like the these these things that are meaningful and heavy and just real and even very raw in terms of feeling and emotion sometimes we just we don't for many yeah. reasons you know reasons that are valid you know mm-hmm. nobody needs to you don't need to speak on something if you don't if you're not comfortable if you don't want to um and reasons of you know of just not being something that we usually talk with anybody about So, you know, I'm so proud of you because you took care of you because you've been shining bright because you've been you putting you're putting in the work of like all these, you know, conversations that we've had with guests. And I feel like it's incorporating into who you're being and you're shining and you're and you're doing it. And it's and it's beautiful. I mean, at the end. A part of me, again, feels like I'm like, I'm sorry if I failed you as a friend. I'm sorry. And, you know, it, I'm, I, I, I sincerely tell you that. But I also, I, I'm also super proud of you of, Thank of, you. of you being brave enough to be open about it, not just to me, but to this yeah. community that I know needs it and needs to hear it from someone like you. So thank you, Yarel. You're an amazing friend. So trust me that, yes, <laughs> you're an amazing friend. And honestly, I think so much of what I needed were the conversations that we were having on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So now it's nice when I get to go back and listen because I get to listen sort of with like this fresh lens and this fresh perspective. Um, since at the time I'm asking, inter- I'm interviewing, but I'm also like, okay, I'm slowly dying inside. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying like, because I felt so like the spotlight was yeah, on so me. I'm seen. like, does anyone like, realize I'm like sweating like crazy over here? Oh like my who let the devil in? <laughs> but um, no, I mean, I appreciate you. I appreciate this community for sure. I think that this is absolutely one of those things where it helps to have places where you need to show up and be accountable mm. so that this way um, it keeps you moving. Yeah. Right. And like whether or not it's like moving in in pain or moving in joy, it's like great to keep moving, to have to Mm -hmm. show up for something. Um, And I I have taken plenty of rest and I've done that. But for me, it's like I can't completely disconnect. That's Mm -hmm. not healthy for Mm -hmm. my mind. That's not healthy for me. I'm a creative. I need to create. I need need to to be on conversation. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, So this has been this has been helpful. And honestly, this conversation has been super therapeutic and just like great like I know it's going to be great for our friendship I know it's going to be great for like what we're doing on the podcast right we created our mission this year about like or you know just saying that we want this to be about living our most authentic lives we say that at the start of every single episode and that is exactly what I'm doing and what you're doing and what we hope that you all are doing Obviously, Yadil and I are not professionals when it comes to mental mm-hmm. health. So we definitely hope that you will seek out um, help if that's what you need or if, you know, seek help for your loved ones. Um, we will list some resources in our show notes on the Great. website Great. so that if you have any questions, you don't know where to start 
or even if you just want to email us and just talk and, you know, ask me any questions about my experience, um, please, by all means, feel free to do so. I will gladly be a resource if I can be. But um, I didn't realize this, but we're actually recording this right before May, which is Mental Health Awareness Mm -hmm, Month, right? mm -hmm. Yes. So um, this is a great time to be having this conversation and also a great time for you all to plug into resources if that's what you need. Um, Mm -hmm. So thank you all for listening, for being generous with your time and holding space for me and allowing me to share my story. We love you, Jess. We love you and we are always rooting for you. We're holding space through everything and um, yeah, for anybody else that's, you know, that's dealing with anything similar or that's feeling the feels right now, you know, it's like you mentioned, it's been a difficult year. It's been a very weird time for a lot of people. So we also send you a lot of love and we hold space for, for your healing as well. Um, thank you for Thanks, being, Jenny. for listening and thank you for, you know, just being such an amazing community. We're trying to build more. We're trying to do more for you. So please support wherever you can, you know, make sure you drop a review, share the podcast, uh, give it five stars, share one of our posts on Instagram. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, keep in contact with us for sure. Love y'all till next time. Bye. Bye.